self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we We are are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and on tiktok at eddie b talking and i can be found at red underscore calamity on instagram uh we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show so if you have a question comment read it later whatever um you could send it to our uh gmail account which is conversation con artist at gmail.com or you can find us on the aforementioned um social media mine's red underscore calamity in case i don't know somebody said they sent me something i didn't get it so now i'm like it's something going on with my with my Instagram because <laughs> I didn't get it and I checked again. And that person is Miss Cinnamon because yes. she sent it to me. So I don't even think I was ignoring you, Miss Cinnamon. I legitimately didn't get it, and I don't don't know why. <laughs> um, so it's a video. Okay. That we gonna talk about. Hi, Miss John Point. It's Miss Cinnamon. I sent this red last week, but she never checked it. Just sharing this. Am I the asshole I came across? Hope you're well. I am very well. Thank you. I hope you are well as well. So let's get into this video soundbite. It's a it's a letter in um video form? Or is it yeah, the video? It, it's some guys talking about it. Oh, okay. stepfather to pay rent to live in a house that I own after he asked me to pay rent once I turn 18. My stepfather of five years gave me the heads up that I need to start paying a fair rent to continue living in the house. The house we currently live in belonged to my dad who died when I was six. I inherited the house and my mom and I lived there. My stepfather was under the impression that my mom owns the house. I told him that it's not happening as I own the house. He laughed at me and didn't believe it. Last night, I gave him the heads up that if they continue planning to live here, they need to start paying rent. My stepfather believes that this is unfair as it's a sudden change and he needs more time and that I'm being heartless because you don't do this to family. Well, he was prepared to do this to me, so what's the difference? He said he did it to help me gain my independence and prepare for an adult life, whereas I'm doing it despite. I told him that if I need to pay rent to learn to be an adult, what does that make him living here rent-free? Am I the asshole here? Maybe run them pockets. Maybe run them pockets. Yeah, this is what we call uh, putting the old foot in the mouth. (laughs) Like... You cannot stay with your chest. Oh, no, you going to pay rent to stay here. Then when the shit get twisted and you find out, oh, this little nigga owned this house. Now, all of a sudden, you can't ask me to pay rent. We're family. We were family five minutes ago, bitch. What? You No, absolutely not, sir. Absolutely. And you sat in it, doubled down, laughed in my face when I tried to tell you that this is my shit kind of a thing. No, nigga, go ahead and run me this money. Or y'all go find somewhere else to, to live. And right now the economy sucks as far as rentals are concerned. So you'd probably be better off just staying here and paying me. I don't give a fuck if it was spiteful. Shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> you gonna charge me to stay in the, the house that my dead deceased father left me. And you a step parent. So I don't even know how much he, he even fucking like you. Step parents can go either way, and you didn't really say it with your chest that this boy had to pay you rent. Double down on it. 
And then you want to change it when you find out, oh, this his shit. No. Continue. Pay the rent. Shut the fuck up. Listen, clearly stepdaddy do need to run them fucking pockets. I'm going to talk about stepdaddy audacity. <laughs> that shit is a real thing, y'all. It is a real thing. It's a thing where a grown man step into the life of this woman and their kids and think that he got some clout because he a man. Listen, anybody who has kids and who may be inviting a man into their life or any man who may be going into the life of kids, you don't have the power yet. That mama can't give you the power and you don't walk in with power because you're a man. The only thing that gives you the power is those kids. And you're going to have to build a relationship with those kids in order for that power to manifest. Kids, once they invite you into their system, they will fuck with you. They will listen to you. They will take your orders, your commands. They'll even take your discipline. But until you earn that spot, don't walk into no situation thinking you got it. And this motherfucker walked in here thinking that he was going to charge this kid rent to teach him some kind of life lesson. Bitch, say it with your chest. Just tell him I'm grown and I want some more money in my pockets, even though yep. I'm living here free. So you're going to pay rent so that they can cuss you out properly. Instead of acting like it's some kind of lesson that they supposed to be given. <laughs> Bitch, I got more lesson than you, nigga. I got a house. I got a house. And you know what? You pay rent. This is what you get, man. Yeah. I'm trying to teach them a lesson. Listen, another part of this, another part of this that a lot of motherfuckers don't be thinking about is there are kids that's going to be smarter than your ass. There are kids that's going to be more mature than your ass. There's kids that's going to be more responsible than your ass. If you're not trying to discern your kids, whether it's your birth kids or your step kids, if you're not trying to discern the intelligence level of your kids, you're setting yourself up for failure. Because if you got a smart ass kid in your house and you ain't that smart, or you're not detecting that your child's capacity for intel intellect is increasing, you're going to be in a world of hurt. Like this motherfucking kid is old enough to have their own house, be more mature than their stepdaddy, use their logic against their fucking stepdaddy, and then stand 10 toes down in that shit when they do it. <laughs> that kid is far, far more superior than that motherfucker. I would rather that kid be leading me in a group than that adult. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, look. Run them pocket step dad, even if it's even if it's to show that little motherfucker, you'll like you'll win some respect if you do that. Even though it was lost and you might not get enough respect to really recover from the fact that you tried to bullshit a kid. Yeah. But you'll get some respect if you just pay it. You know what? You right. I'll pay you rent. But you ain't gonna do that because you're a bitch. Okay. Yep. Uh, and I guess the mom has been letting him think this whole time that the house is hers and in her name. <laughs> so you really got some bad information that just, again, stood right in it and chest out, you pay it rent. We own this house. Ain't no we, my nigga. I own this motherfucking house. Not you. Not her. She don't even got no say. She don't even. And it might be a reason. That the dad would have put the son on the fucking shit, not her. Because that's very strange that he left research. it to the son. Research. <laughs> Ain't home ownership like public property? Public, it is public, public information. It's public information. You can find out. You can go find out who owned that, owned that house very easily. Because another thing is like, 
I'd be down to you charge me rent if my granddaddy owned this house and we just live in it. Like yeah. my, my my parent would need to own this house for you to feel like you can do that. Like if, if another one of my family members owned this house and we all just lived in it for free, bitch, you better <laughs> figure out how to teach kids financial responsibility different. You better yeah. try to teach them what they own. Like a whole man that stepped into this whole this family and think he could just run shit. Based off of nothing other than him being a man. Nothing else. Like a lot of these niggas don't know how much on the edge they be. Like they don't know how close a a a, a kid calling their granddaddy away from getting gun uh hit in the head with a, a butt of a gun <laughs> that they are. They don't know. Like you you when you as a step parent when you walk into a family you are on a fucking trial period. Yeah. You know how when you go into a job and it's like you got a ninety day grace period where you got to do right and you can't fuck up. Yeah, like that. Step parents, you need to start looking at that shit like that. You can have more if you be patient than what you think you gonna have if you just try to run that shit yourself early. Not a good oh, idea. Not a good look. It's a horrible idea. It's a horrible idea. So real bad. No, I wouldn't do it. And I got experience with stepdaddies. My first stepdaddy was so young that my mama married. I don't remember. I guess my mom was in her thirties. He was in his twenties. That his sisters was in my class. Hell no. That was ass. Don't get me wrong. I was 10, 10, 12 year gap between her and her brother. You know what I'm saying? But still. Yeah. Because like anytime I hear that, because I'm almost I'm almost 40 at this point. And I can't imagine. I see 20 year olds and they look like like high school students to me. That's how my interactions or my view of them is so like I can't imagine like get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> Go on somewhere. Please and thank you. No way. Yeah, you fucked up, bud. Just pay the rent. Yeah, pay that shit. Yeah. Thank you for that, Miss Cinnamon. I appreciate you. Um, I hope you've never had to deal with stepfathers. If you have a child and you are bringing a man into your child's life, I hope you find an amazing stepfather because they are out there. Um, I'll let him know he on a goddamn trial period. And uh, you ain't finna come here bullshitting with my family. And you gonna earn my kids' trust. Or we all gonna whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be able to accept that. <laughs> a lot of niggas wouldn't know. Yeah. Do let these kids run your house? No, I run my house. You just heard me tell you that. Okay. What the fuck up? You already starting off wrong. <laughs> Came in here wrong. You know, I, I I used to joke about the idea that when a mama finds a new man who values her and she values him and the kids don't value him, I feel like when the divorce happened, mama owed the kids. I feel like my mama should have reimbursed us for when she divorced my my second stepdaddy. Because she had us listening to his man. We went to school. We couldn't have lunch sometimes because while she was single, we was on free lunch. While she was married, we was on reduced lunch. So sometimes, it, I mean, the reduced lunch was only 40 cents. But if you don't go to school with two quarters, you ain't finna eat lunch. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I like mama. In my head, you owe us. You owe us having us listen to this fuck nigga. <laughs> all this time and then you decided at the end of the day that being with this fuck nigga wasn't a good idea <laughs> I mean it was irritating 
But that being said, we got a letter from Michael. Michael! Um, what's up, Michael? I have so many questions for him. Um, ask him. Right now? Yeah, ask him. So I want to know about how they feel about the whole situation with the Queen. Um, him specifically because I know that his background is mixed and I'm just curious as to like how he viewed the monarchy and what he thinks is gonna how it's gonna be now that it's King Charles. Cause everybody seemed not to like that nigga. I don't really know a lot about him. He I mean, I know he was a dipshit to, to Diana, but like I don't know why people feel like he wouldn't be a good king. Cause that's that seems to be the general consensus among <laughs> most uh people that live there but i wanted to know that and then also we had all these conversations about um well only one that y'all heard but we did it twice about nick cannon and i just wanted to know in europe like do people have a but like current day europe do people have a bunch of kids like this whether or not they're with or in the uk where he is do people have a bunch of uh, kids, whether or not they're with them. So does a guy go and have 10 kids spread out amongst, you know, however many women do, do families have like 10 plus kids? Like, is that, a, do y'all do that as much as it seems like we do that? I'm just curious. And that's it. Just those two things. Okay. And shout out to Shogun. He was the one who actually asked the question about the uh the children you just wanted to know if like if it's like that in other places and if people do how is it viewed over there like if if a man does have 10 kids like how how what's the general consensus about him this letter is titled the british prime meatister so y'all really just gonna like drag this <laughs> you and Colin. You did it. You did it to yourself. <sighs> Especially with Colin. You said, can he really come up with that me? Hell yeah, that nigga come up with them shits forever. And years. He got that brain. Years? <laughs> I mean years. Forever. Like literally until the end of no, the No, I'm saying it's been years. Oh yeah, it has been years. Mm -hmm. he, he don't have to let up. He can keep his foot on your neck with the meat. <laughs> um, anyway. Hi, guys. We're a few episodes behind right now as our podcast schedule has been blown all to hell by Dungeons and & Dragons and talking to people, quotation marks, but not wanting you to miss this highly topical example of British shit-talking at the national level. I wanted to make sure you both are aware of the following reaction to current worries that our new prime minister will soon be ousted from office due to incompetence, throwing our country into further chaos. British yellow press tabloid The Daily Star has started a live stream titled can liz trust outlast a lettuce <laughs> there is a youtube link to a live stream of a lettuce in a wig <laughs> and a picture of liz next to it and they literally letting this lettuce stream to see if she gonna last longer than the lettuce the live stream features a slowly decomposing lettuce in a wig and currently has a few hundred people watching the lettuce at all times as the text breaking liz trust hasn't resigned yet constantly scrolls across the bottom of the screen <laughs> uh, the bit of information that you might not be able to glean from hearing about this online is that from our perspective at least political discourse in the uk has become almost exclusively lettuce based 
It seems it has now become possible to have a full 15-minute interaction with a complete stranger discussing the potential political impact of the decision to not refrigerate the lettuce, and at no point does anyone admit that the whole thing is a giant piss, gigantic piss take. That's all from me for now. As ever, much love from across the pond. Michael. I love it. That's that's <laughs> fucking hilarious. Pity on the national love. Like, like imagine, imagine somebody putting a a big ass ham or watermelon on TV and putting a toupee on and they're saying, Well, Joe Budden or uh, Joe Biden outlasts this watermelon. Like, and it just streaming all day. It's fucking like hilarious. we don't even do shit that petty. That's like we got our level of petty. But it ain't been no shit like this. <laughs> it's fucking fantastic. It truly is. Um, Different pity. I've been listening to a British podcast. And you know, I don't okay. listen to podcasts. What's it going to be about killing motherfuckers? It's not. It's it's called Shits and Gigs. Like for Shits, shits and, and Giggles. That sound British than a motherfucker. It does. Like for Shits and Giggles. And Shits is spelled like, it's like S-H-X-T-S. Shits and gigs. Uh, it's two black guys, um, one of whom is African, that basically do what we do. They read Reddit letters. They have a, a "Am I the asshole?" post every week. Um, they they do a lot of stuff with like Twitter, like those Twitter threads where somebody asks a question and people answer and the, then they respond. But like British sayings, I've learned so many <laughs> because of them. Oh, they be on uh, they be on TikTok. They do, though. They yeah, nice. so they have a that. Or at least they clips. clips. They are clips from the podcast, so they do like an entire show of that shit, and they put some of the clips on TikTok. But they're so fucking funny. So basically, they be going. So anybody listen, they go they go through like tweets and yeah, like video people scenarios. ask a question and then they'll go down the thread of people responding to whatever the question is. Um, they they do talk about some current events, like not a lot. The show's only like an hour, uh, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> They're so funny. Um, and I, TikTok is how, like I saw the clips on TikTok and it was so funny. And so then I went and looked at the, uh, they have like the full shows on YouTube because I really don't listen to podcasts like in a car or anything, but they have it on YouTube where you can kind of watch them and their interactions with each other is so fucking funny. Like them niggas are hilarious and I'm so fucking stupid. So, <laughs> so the light, the, what, there's a light skin one and a dark skin one. The light skin one's name is James. And I know this because the dark skin one when he's responding to something is always like James brother like all the time so I know his name because I'm stupid <laughs> I because I don't know what's British like slang and what is it the light skin one kept saying like Fuhad and I didn't know if that was like a British thing but that's that nigga name the dark skin one's name is Fuhad <laughs> damn <laughs> And so it took me a few episodes because I was thinking like maybe it was like a term of endearment or something because <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> but his name is Fuhad. But it's really, really fucking funny. I'm like, do the top one that they got on TikTok. I don't know what it is. Okay. Just so people can hear what they do. Okay. 
high school, I ordered adult movies. When I was in high school, I ordered adult movies from pay-per-view. My parents were ordering two and didn't know at first that if it was me or them running up the bill. The bill got up to 600 bucks. One day at dinner, my father very directly said to no one in particular, it stops now. <laughs> Now, just at dinner, everyone yeah. knows what he's talking about. The china will be rattling. I will be cutting my pork and just not looking up. It stops now. That's not how to create fear like that. It's no context, nothing. When I was in high school, their laugh makes it more funny. I don't know why their laugh is so funny, but when they laugh, you laugh because it's just fucking hilarious. It's like they laugh at the exact right time. Uh -huh. <laughs> like the timing of their laughter is because I be watching their videos. I just didn't know that it was a podcast. Yeah, it's a full ass yeah. podcast that they do every week. And um, it's really funny. Uh, so, you know, I y'all know I listen to podcasts and I never like, uh, you know, promote podcasts really. But that shit is fucking hilarious. Like. If you even if you don't listen to the podcast, like you can find their clips of the some of the shows on TikTok. It's if you need a good laugh, and it's always funny because they're so ridiculous. Like it's their response. It the stuff be funny on its own, but their responses to it. <laughs> it's they oh god, it's just really funny. And uh so I've been like binge watching a bunch of um <laughs> a bunch of their shows on. Uh, YouTube, like I said, I don't really, when I'm in a car, I'm listening to music. So, like, I haven't been, like, I don't listen to podcasts that way. But because they have it on YouTube, you can watch it. So, yeah, I just wanted to, you know. And I still don't listen to podcasts, um, but I will watch clips if you post them on TikTok. Yeah. So, Nerd Plate, I've been watching all y'all's clips on TikTok. <laughs> Sorry about that, but, you know. I've yeah. seen, yeah, I have seen some of their. I tried to listen to uh, Mike Tyson audiobook. That nigga life crazy. <sighs> That dude life is good. His early life, his early life is outlandish. I hadn't even got so where in the book. But I'm like, man, I'm traumatized through this man. Listen to his story. <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, so I just because Michael is British, that just made me think of them. But like it's fucking hilarious. They so stupid. <laughs> They're so stupid. So yeah. Um, thank you, Michael. And I guess we'll get into some some Am I the assholes? Of course, y'all know I always pick people that have already been deemed the asshole. I want to do this first one without even giving options because I'm just curious as to <laughs> like what? So the title is, Would I Be the Asshole If I Sent My Eight-Year-Old to Military School Slash Boot Camp for Being Out of Control? He's eight. Like, what is he doing that makes you want to send him? First of all, I didn't even know you could send him away at that age. Like, I always felt like that was like an adolescent thing. I didn't know they had him for, like, legally. little kids. Huh? You can't legally. Send them off to, like, so how is... I don't know why they think they can, but you can't. You can't even, I, I dealt with this issue when I was working with kids. Parents would take their kids to the detention center, like seven, yep. eight, nine-year-olds. Yep. 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 And yep. they would yep. have unofficial visits. And I went to the judge and I told the judge that I had a kid that was an 18, eight-year-old girl. 
She was traumatized from going there. Like that's all she was talking about in session: the sales and it closing. Yeah. And she was asking stuff like, "Can uh, can you breathe air in them?" And Shit. I was like, "What?" Shit. And so I told a judge, and the judge said, "It is illegal to take children to facilities to scare them as a scare tactic." And he yeah. said. He's going to talk to the people at the detention center. Anybody who is taking kids, these are unofficial tours that are not supposed to be being done. People think those things work, but on paper, maybe it seems like it worked. But like Scare Straight, all the evidence behind Scare Straight and the research behind it don't work. That stuff don't work. Well, this first line already lets you know that this person is indeed the asshole because like, okay. My son was diagnosed with ADHD slash ODD and will soon be evaluated by his school for autism. So you're considering sending a potentially autistic kid off to military boot camp. What? How? Already off the top. I don't even need to read the rest of this. What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, There's nothing you can say about what an eight-year-old. I mean, even an eight-year-old with conduct disorder, y'all, which conduct disorder is the early identifier of a kid that may have uh, be a sociopath or a psychopath. Yeah, Even that, it really no re- that's really no recourse for it. There ain't nothing you can do till he kills something or somebody. Yeah. He doesn't do what he is told. He doesn't like to be told no. He is manipulative and defiant. We have had numerous issues with him since he was two, and instead of getting better, he's getting worse. He's eight years old and still throwing temper tantrums at Walmart because I told him we we're not buying the toys he wanted. And this was after the this was after the behavior expectations I have set with him, my youngest, who is three years old and actually better behaved. At one point, he stole the same toy I have said numerous times no. And another time, he has opened the item knowing full well I will have to pay for it. He is extremely calculated at getting what he wants. At home, we have several complaints from the neighbors and the landlord that he was smacking cars to set off alarms, climbing on car roofs and trying to jump from car to car. He has knocked on doors and ran. He has thrown rocks and dog poop. We don't have a dog over the where is he getting it from then? Over the fence into the freeway behind the apartment complex. We have blocked access to our fourth ba- fourth floor balcony. Four floors. Jesus. He is extremely noisy in the apartment to where he is causing noise complaints. Neighbors would bra- would bang on the ceiling when he's running around screaming in the apartment. We cannot spend a week without the police at our door because of him. Landlord sent us a final warning. He has misbehaved in school so much that he was suspended every two weeks and I get a phone calls from the school almost every day. His teachers complain that he is disrupting the class, making inappropriate comments and is defiant. We tried everything. We have tried every parenting trick in the book. I watched Super Nanny. Girl, what? I watched Super Nanny religiously and joined parenting groups. Every medication we have tried has not worked. His doctors, counselors, and therapists are telling me the same things I already know and tried. We have taken away video games, toys. We gave timeouts. We have grounded him so much I can't remember the last time he wasn't grounded. His father is a Marine and at one point suggests that we send him to boot camp because everything we have tried has not worked. He thinks that his behavior is nothing to do with his condition and he's just a little brat that needs to be set straight before he becomes an adult and gets into even bigger trouble and that military, military school will teach him. I told him we need to see what other options we can try and we should wait for his autism diagnosis. He said that we have tried everything and I'm being too soft on him and I'm the reason he's acting like this. I honestly can't tell if it's his ADHD or if he's really being a brat. His behavior seems way too calculated. My son overheard our conversation and was in his room crying. I don't know what else to say. I don't want to send him away, but if he continues doing what he's doing, he leaves us with no choice. I know the idea of sending him away is scary for him and I want this. 
I want this option to be a last resort, would I be the asshole? Oof. That's a lot of bad behavior. But <laughs> you don't you don't get this, the same way that if you have a child that has like physical disabilities, you don't get to just send them away because it's it's too hard for you to deal with. You don't get to just send them away. Like you you can't just everybody would do that shit if they could do that. You you don't get to just do that because he's difficult. <laughs> you know, it's a crapshoot when you have a child. You don't know how them them um genes are gonna like combine. You don't you don't get to just decide. He's not a dog, you know. If you if you adopt a dog from the shelter and the dog starts like being nippy, you can take the dog back, but you it's, you can't do that with a child. You know, you deal with what you got. You know, I mean, and and the idea that military camp is supposed to fix it, like what you're dealing with is a child that is a resilient child. If you put force and aggression up against a resilient child, they're going to resist more. So sending them to something like a boot camp, short of being tortured by that boot camp into positive behavior, then they're going to come out worse or it's going to fail. And I've had kids that went to military camp. I had a kid that went to military. I can't talk about this. There's some things that your children can do at military camp that's going to fuck up the situation for them, for you, and you're going to be right back in a situation with that child at home being wild as hell. It's and now it's because you sent them away. It's in your interest to have uh, go to some parenting skills classes, uh, learn about your child, get these diagnoses, which will give you more access to support if your child is on the scale of autism or have ADHD. Just is you shouldn't abandon your child. You shouldn't abandon your child. And in the scenario that your child can't do nothing, I guess wait for him to do something bad enough to go to jail. I guess that's that's only only recourse you got. It ain't many options you got. No. That the reality, you had that child, and it's your your time and your energy that you got to put into making them right. But don't let nobody fucking convince you that you've done all you can. It ain't no fucking such thing as all you can when it comes to a child. Your child change every six months to a year. All you can for that period of time is different than all you can the six months after that. You're going to have to keep educating yourself about the phases of life that these children go through. Learn how to manage all of these little individual behaviors and be the fucking like a lot of times this shit come from the things that they don't have that they want. I'm interested in what your relationship because of this that's going on. What's the relationship like with your other child? I mean, is your other child the one to get all the toys, all the love and all the hugs? Well, she already. Yeah, she already said he's more better behaved. So I'm sure. And he came along like kid. So your son, the eight year old was an only child. And now he has a sibling, a sibling. And so the attention that you get as an only child is very, very different from what you get when you have a younger sibling, especially a baby. He's three. So he's a toddler, can't do much. Um, But yeah, she praised the, the three year old in the letter and said he's better behaved than his brother. But what what does that translate to looking like from child to child like because parents can still feel that way about the other child but be objective in how they treat the children they, but, they're not being objective I, you can that, tell that but that make it different because <laughs> it's like are you buying one ice cream and one not do one get toys and the other one not 
the one get to go and have fun and the other one not because of their behaviors. I understand that there's a difference in their behaviors, but if you don't account for how they will perceive each other and how the bad one will perceive what it they think it means about how you care about them over that them, then you're going it's a problem. You can't treat kids the same. If one of your kids just naturally come out good and have the, the answer can't be that he get all the glorious stuff and the child that's naturally bad gets nothing. You have to manage and navigate the perception that they're going to have because this, this the, the bad one is going to say they love him more than me, whether it's true or not. And the other sibling is going to be hated by the bad one because it looks like you love them more. That mm. This is just shit you got to manage. I tell parents all the time, look, you you're going to have to make achieving things for your child with the problematic behaviors easier than the child that automatically gets it. Because the reality, if your good child is good, they'll be fine. They're going to be fine not getting stuff as much as not getting more stuff than their sibling. They'll be fine not getting more stuff than their sibling. But the other sibling ain't going to be fine getting absolute a uh, whole lot less than the other one. Even if it's love, kisses, hugs, smiles, all of those things make a difference. Yeah. And listen, let me tell you something. I don't date Marines anymore. <laughs> I don't know what they do to them in their training, but I've everyone that I have dated has had so many issues <laughs> that I have just decided. I'm not going to say I'm not going to date military men. I am going to say that I do not date Marines because Marines are another breed altogether. So, I mean, your husband pushing for this and feeling like it's because y'all just been too soft on him. I, I don't know what that says for what his relationship has been like with his dad during this this whole period of time. Like, I, I just and he blaming you saying you being too soft. Like, what the fuck? Like, what? <laughs> It's a tough situation to be in. I'm not going to sit up here and act like I can't imagine how difficult it must be to have a child with behavior problems. But again, having a kid is a crapshoot. You don't get to just not deal with it because it's, it's difficult and it's not what you expected. The same way that you don't get to just give away a child with like medical issues because you don't want to deal with it. And that's not what you like signed up for. Having a kid, crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get. You never know. You know, you don't know how them genes are going to mix. You don't know what recessive shit going to come to. You just don't know. You don't know. It's a risk. And you have to just deal with it. Damn. I feel like on the hierarchy of being an asshole, you mostly an asshole if you listen to this military man. Um, you next the asshole if you send your kid to boot camp. Um. You next the asshole if you don't take the diagnosis seriously and get get them diagnosed, uh, because the reality is, with diagnoses, your energy is going to have to increase. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to put more effort into the things you do to cater to this child's diagnosis. That's just what it is. You have to go learn some shit about these diagnoses. Yeah, it's going to be. But sending the kids to boot camp ain't the answer. What's the you know the difference between like boot camp and boarding school? Like what is boarding school? Boarding school is a lot more like um 
rich people send their kids to boarding school. Boarding school isn't like, okay, military. So military school is like, it, both of them are more restricted. Both of them are supposed to give kids structure. Boarding school is a lot more like, it's like the difference between, you know, when uh, people go to prison and they go to those really nice posh prisons and people get mad because it's like, that ain't really prison. That's mm-hmm. a boarding school. <laughs> yeah. Boot camp is prison prison. <laughs> boot camp is grimy. You're not going to be treated well at boot camp. But boarding school is like a not upscale version of it where you send a child off so that you don't have to deal with them. But it's like just more, it's a nicer version of it. A lot of rules and stuff still, but it's like, like I said, it's a nicer version. Usually like more well-off people send their kids to boarding school because it's expensive. Gotcha. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, do you have some or you want me to go on the one of my other ones? I have some. Let's see. I want to do this one. Okay. You choose if I do it next or not. Wife cheated and it went so badly wrong for her. <laughs> Am I the asshole for quitting and ultimately ruining my aunt's small business? Am I the asshole for embarrassing my mom because she started dating my boyfriend's dad? And my two-year-old broke me. Which one did you want to do? Let me go ahead and do that one. I just want to see how this developed. It's kind of long, but I wanted to see what this woman did that went so bad for her. The cheating, yeah. Yeah. All right. And this is the husband writing this in. Yes. Okay. I can't believe this happened and just want to write it down. This post won't go all into the details as it would be far too long. Also, the timeline of events from my perspective will be mixed up Nolan style, but it will make sense as you read it. I won't go into detail on my emotional state either. Just know I was a mess. I'm a 31-year-old male. My wife is a 29-year-old female. We just moved. She just moved into a big city to start. We start new jobs. We've been wanting to make the move since before COVID and finally took the plunge. We both both earned six figures each. And because of this and having no kids, we can afford to live in a life of semi-luxury. This included going out to eat and not having to check prices, enjoying the nice holidays and generally having nice things. Our apartment was a, a thousand square foot, two bedroom in the center. And while it's most expensive, worth it for the location. Life was generally pretty good. We were in love, had sex regularly, never really argued too much. But it all changed when she met Jane at work. Jane worked directly with my wife and was the person she had the most contact with at work. They quickly became friends, and initially I was happy she found someone she gets along with so quickly and can go out for drinks with, etc. but then it started to go downhill. Jane started trying to convince my wife that I was holding her back, that monogamy is no longer needed by women who have jobs, and that she should be hooking up with me and far more conventionally attractive to me. I didn't know this was all going on until after, as I mentioned at the start. Jane would always go on about my height, I'm 5'8", and how I'm not traditionally masculine. I saw texts between them after the fact, and Jane was describing the feelings of being with a more masculine man, how it's something every woman should experience, and I'm asking my wife about me and how dominant I am. Granted, I'm not the most dominant guy in my in bed, but I would be more than happy to do stuff if my wife had discussed this with me. This went on for months. Jane basically trying to convince my wife that I'm not good enough for her. She had learned from my wife things that I've supposedly done wrong and would labor on these points. For example, how I was unable to fix her car and had to call someone so she was late for an important meeting. I'm not a mechanic, but apparently men know how to fix cars. 
She was sending my wife content and podcasts to watch about relationships and women's needs and relationships, etc. Eventually, my wife started to be reciprocal to Jane. This is when Jane up the ante started calling me horrible names to do with my height, and my wife just went along with it. From here, Jane moved on to her second stage. She introduced her to a guy, a traditionally masculine guy who was tall and muscular and supposedly better than me. So my wife was talking with him, started off coy, but soon progressed to flirting and eventually full-on sexting. Won't go into what he said, but it was extremely detailed in what he would do to my wife, and unlike the woman I thought, I knew she seemed to love it. They eventually began to arrange to meet up to fuck, and this is where things began to unravel for my wife. She was extremely stupid and booked a hotel using our joint card. I asked her about it, and she said it was for work. I said, why on earth do you need a hotel 10 minutes away for work? She had not prepared for this and was like a deer in headlights. She said the company are having drinks and that people book rooms to stay in the night. I could tell she was lying. I assume given everything James has been telling her, she expected a guy like me to just roll over and not even question it. Now I was suspicious. A few days later when she was asleep, I went through her phone and connected WhatsApp to my computer so I could have a proper look without her knowing. This is where I discovered all those messages. I didn't really know what to do at this point, but the day of the hotel stay rolled around and I decided I had to confront her. So I did, and she wasn't even apologetic. In fact, she said it's what she has needed for years, and it may actually help our marriage. I told her if she walks out that door, we're done, and she left after basically saying she doesn't care right now because uh, she's got him waiting for her. I didn't see my wife for the next three days. I resisted the urge to call her or beg her to come home, and I was trying my hardest to go along with it. Then I got a call from her company's HR department. They wanted me to go in for a meeting. When I arrived, I sat down with two HR staff and I guess one of the managers. They explained that I'm here as I need to be told as a part of an ongoing investigation that I've been spoken to about using work communication systems and that the result of this was a huge fight between two employees. I was very confused and asked who the fight was between and they said my wife and Jane. They could sense I was even more confused and that they will explain everything. Long story short, after my wife left that night, the guy didn't show. My wife then found out that the guy she had been cheating on me with was not actually a guy. It was Jane catfishing her. When my wife found out she was at work and there was a huge fight, hence why I was there now to answer some questions. And that's the reason I said I can't believe this happened. My wife is now unemployed and has lost her husband because she got catfished. Crazy. She did get back in touch, but it went how you might imagine. I may need to do an update if interested. Edit. People getting hung up on the HR point. Let me explain further. HR is in place to help protect the company's interests. There was a physical altercation at work, and the people involved had been using company equipment to message, and often during work hours. This warrants an investigation. They invited me in to see if I could help provide more info and give them a better timeline of events. I wasn't forced to go in. They asked me, and I was curious. Say, for example, there's a fight at work. It's easy for the company to be sued. Somebody can get caught in the crossfire, and a multitude of other potential things are bad for the company. Really not sure why HR, why HR thoroughly investing investigating this is surprising wow damn that was crazy as hell jane from the onset was way too invested in this lady's marriage like why the fuck would you care that like there are women that like again the, the same way that these like alpha men, red pill, whatever the fuck, get on my nerve. Women that say that kind of shit that you need a real man, all of that. But fuck, bitch, fuck you. <laughs> okay. I, I married this man, all five, eight of him. Okay. Both of us making six figures and living comfortably and great. You can shut the fuck up. If you want to go and get you somebody who's masculine that you could take care of, then bitch, by all means, don't <laughs> do you. But shut the fuck up about over here. She was way too invested. Press like who do that? Like, and the wife's stupid because, and again, 
I know. I watch a lot of ID channel. I don't trust people because my immediate, like, girl, why do you care so much? Why why are we always talking about him? Like, why why does this matter so much to you? Shut the fuck up, Jane. So, I mean, the ending is not that surprising to me considering how invested she was in somebody else's marriage. Like, and what was Jane's, what was her, like, end game? <laughs> Did Jane, did Jane really like her and Jane was finna figure out a whole way how she can get with her? Like, was that the goal? But how, if you, so how does, because you're a woman, right? How does convincing her that she needs a more masculine man equate to her then fucking with you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you hyped up this, like, being with, like, a really strong masculine man and all, and then, like, you show up at the hotel how how that, that doesn't equate like i don't get it <laughs> how did you think he was gonna be able to just slide in there and it was gonna be okay jane like what was jane, that that doesn't make sense for an end game to me jane could have played this out so much longer it's like when people who do this Sometimes it don't feel like they actually like the person. It feels Sometimes like they are more interested in ruining the person's life. Yeah. It's like they found somebody that they believe is happy because the man said he believed that they were happy. They was yeah. they was doing all right. It's like I hate seeing people be happy. I'm finna sabotage this and then that's it. Or, because why would you invite somebody to somewhere and you knew you weren't gonna be able to provide that thing? Or maybe she fucking hated her. Like, maybe the wife didn't know that Jane, like, maybe some shit had happened. Maybe the wife got promoted over Jane or something. Like, maybe Jane had a vendetta against the wife, and so this was her payback punishment for her. Because her liking her just doesn't make sense. Like I said, it's like it's not like she was like, um, you know, you, I don't know. You, If you're going to transition, if you're a woman trying to transition into the life of another woman, it doesn't make sense for you to be hyping her up that she need all of this masculine shit that you're not. Because when you reveal yourself, it ain't, she's not going to want you because it's already been established that she wanted somebody masculine. So I, I don't think it was that she liked her. I think she fucking hated her. <laughs> and she wanted to fuck her shit up and she did an amazing job of that. <laughs> she did an amazing job because not only did you lose your job, you lost your husband. Um, he not finna have to pay you like alimony because he has evidence that you uh, committed an infidelity against him. Like she literally just out her ass out. They both about make the same amount anyway, so it probably wouldn't be no alimony, no way. Well, they don't make the same amount now. Like he would be getting a divorce after she's unemployed, but oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it ain't gonna matter because he has evidence of an infidelity being the reason for the make. So like you not finna get no alimony out of him. So you just broke, broke. Like, you're not even finna get a check every month. <laughs> Dumbass. Like, but I, yeah, I think Jane hated her. I think this was Jane's way of getting back at her. And the only way that it backfired for Jane is that the bitch tried to fight her at work because I'm sure both of them got fired. And I, I'm sure Jane wasn't counting on being fired. Like, all of this probably went to plan for her, with the exception of her getting fired because she got into a physical fight at work. <laughs> Minus that, she would have been like, she would have came out victorious. I don't think she liked her, though. I don't think it was 
her actually wanting to be with her. I think this was just her wanting to fuck her shit up. She did an amazing job of it too, by the way. Like I said, her only the only thing, the only way she fucked up is that the wife tried to fight her ass. <laughs> so now both y'all got fired. Wow, that's insane. That's crazy. That's wild. But buddy, the 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 writer of the letter, go on, move on. Just don't even worry about it. I, you know, as hurtful as I'm sure that is, if your wife is somebody that could be taught, because again, you're not finna come at me talking to me about my fucking life. Mind your fucking business, bitch. I didn't ask you for this. Shut up. Like, I want the kind of relationship where my woman will defend strangers from talking shit about me. That's what I'm saying. Like, she, if she the kind of person who would allow it or herself to be taken in this way, you ain't need to be with her anyway. Because what the fuck? Like, you really let this... Because it wouldn't have been this. Jane wouldn't have been harping at me for months because I would have cussed her out and got her straight that very first time. Mind your business, bitch. This ain't got nothing to do with you. And even if sometimes he get on my nerve, I get on his nerves too. That's part of marriage. But what you're not going to do is come in here and be bad-mouthing somebody that you don't even fucking know. Mind your business, bitch. It wouldn't have been like months of her like goading me and like, because I ain't finna even entertain that shit. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Girl, what? Like, bitch, I love my short king. <laughs> secondly, if you say any goddamn thing else to me ever again in your fucking life, it's going to be the worst decision you done made that goddamn day. Yeah, she could have shut that shit down and she didn't. So, like, I mean, again, sir, even if it wasn't this, this is a very extreme case, but, like, your wife, you you probably bit off, my dude. Just, it's cool. You still make six figures, okay? You seem like a pretty decent-ass dude. Just go, go on with your life and let her pick up the pieces of hers. That ain't got shit to do with you. Because even, I don't know, do you think that if if he got back with her, she would have had such a big slice of humble pie that it'll be better for him? Or do you think it'll be inevitable that she go out and engage with somebody else? I feel like it'd be inevitable that she... Because, again, you you have the kind of, like, mental where people can, like, talk you into shit. <laughs> and even though this ended badly, I just don't... I, I don't... And I, why would you even want to? Like, for me... Listen, not it's one thing for Jane to be talking shit about me, but at some point you started talking shit about me too. And you started giving her information about our personal life for her to use against you. I don't trust you. I'm not finna get back with you because I don't trust you. I can't and I'm not finna be having to go on WhatsApp looking at Miss. I'm not finna do all of that shit, bro. I'm sorry. Like, I hope you learned a lesson and I hope that makes you better for the next nigga that you with, but it ain't gonna be me. Godspeed. Good luck. I wish I would have some niggas like that. <laughs> Bro, you still with that bitch? Say something <laughs> like that a motherfucking again. Say it again. I'll just I won't be around y'all no more. You know, keep fucking with me about it. Then you're gonna get these fucking hands. <laughs> I would just hope that my homeboys can respect the decisions that I'm making, people. But that because you know? y'all, I mean, y'all, you and y'all ain't like some of my exes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But y'all were always respectful. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I'm like, if you ask me for my opinion, I'll give it to you respectfully. But at the end of the day, I'm not the one involved in it. So, like, it's not my place to do that in the same way that it wouldn't be anybody else's place to do that in my life. 
like you let people handle shit the way that being a friend does not mean that you go in and talk shit about the people that's important to that person just because they're not important to you. They don't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. So I mean that shit is crazy. I that's what I'm saying. Like she I feel like that would never happen though. Like I feel like, I feel like people that get to know me whether they work I like my work colleagues now, none of them went pull that shit with me. Cause I feel like they know me well enough to know that oh she not gonna take that way. Like Mind your fucking business, bitch. Like this ain't got nothing to do with you. Who are you Mind to come over here and tell me? And your life will be spared. <laughs> and I said this every every week for the last three weeks. I, th- I feel like you say mind your fucking business so much. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I will say it every time now. <laughs> All the world's ills, most of the world's ills, would be handled if we would just mind our fucking business. More people minded their business, but no, we want to be in everybody else's shit. But dude, you better off fuck her. Don't you know, I wouldn't even let her talk me into like working and ain't nothing to work out. Like we good. I'll have no ill will towards you, but we ain't gonna be together. Like I'm gonna stay over here, all five foot eight of me that you had a problem with <laughs> and live my five foot eight life. <laughs> the fuck? No. Um that was crazy. That was real crazy. Um this is another situation of somebody not minding their motherfucking business. Am I the asshole for asking my sister how much her husband paid her to get her to marry him despite him having kids? Why the fuck is you minding her business? Why you why why would you say that to somebody? How like much immediately? Did your husband pay you to marry him because he got kids, basically. And, yeah. Okay. My sister Laura, who's in her mid thirties has never wanted kids, and until recently, she said she doesn't like kids. She wouldn't babysit her own nephews because she's just not a kid person. Then two years ago, she started dating Michael. Michael is an extremely rich, don't know how much he makes in a year, but he recently got a bonus that's around 80 times more than what I make in a year. But he has six kids. One was an infant when they started dating. Nobody thought the relationship was going to last because of the kid thing. Laura moved in with him, his kids, and their nannies last year, and they got married last month. Within the past year, she's gone from not liking or wanting to be around kids to posting about them all the time on social media, trying to set up play dates between my sons and her sons, talking about adopting, talking about adopting the kids and mentioned that she and Michael are trying for a baby. Uh, my boys and I were at her house for a play date last week, and we were talking about life, the kids, everything, when she said she's glad she waited to get married and that she loves her family. I half jokingly asked how much Michael paid her to marry him and act like a mom to his kids because she says she doesn't like or want kids since she was a teenager. We got into an argument. She kicked me and the boys out and she has our family calling me an asshole for disrespecting her and her husband. Am I the asshole? What, my, you just bitter and mad. Why would you say that? First of all, I don't know why people act like. So this is what happened with our uh, Jenny May, my Jenny Mai. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say her last name. Jeezy wife now. Mm-hmm. Jeezy's wife, Jenny. I'm just gonna call her Jenny because I don't want to fuck her last name up. Jenny was married to this white man for a long time and she never wanted to have kids. And he cheated on her and told her it was because they both agreed that the, when they got married, she was very up for it. I don't want kids. I ain't trying to have no kids. He was cool with it. He changed his mind at some point. She wouldn't change her mind. He cheated on her. They got a divorce. 
to the I don't even know how to put because she was on like the view. She she was on the view. She is on the view. Something that's what her claim the to real. Fact. The real. So somehow she came into contact with Jeezy, young Jeezy, the rapper, and they started dating and they got married and she has a baby now. And everybody was like, um, I thought she didn't want no keyboard. People, one, have the right to change their mind about anything, especially some shit that concerns their body and their life. If she didn't want, and maybe she didn't want kids with that nigga specifically. And maybe there was something about her relationship with Jesus that made her decide that she did, in fact, want to have children with him. Because the part this, the partner makes a difference. But even if it didn't, why the fuck are y'all in other people's business, okay? This lady didn't want, first of all, it's a difference between keeping other people's kids and your kids. Let's just get that straight. <laughs> okay, she started dating him, got close to these kids. She considering adopting these kids, which makes them hurt like her kids. And then your, your kids, her nephews, different different it's a different situation so I, it just sound like you bitter because she wouldn't babysit your fucking kids at a point and now she's all kids involved in all these kids lives and you just said some petty shit at a moment that you shouldn't have said because you should have been minding your fucking business people have a right to change their mind about things and it don't have to be about money maybe and even if it was mind your fucking business but i don't know why it couldn't be that she just really fell for this man, loves this man, knew that his children came as a part of, of her loving him. He got kids. She gonna have to be involved. And she just decided that that's what she wanted to do. Not to mention they got motherfucking nannies. So she really gets to choose how involved because you got nannies doing the unpleasant shit that you don't want to do. So all of that makes a difference. And even if none of it did, it ain't your business. Why, why would you say that to her? You insinuate that she just sold herself to the highest bidder. <laughs> How much money did he have to pay you? Like, bitch, this is another situation that could have been resolved if you had just minded your fucking business. You there, enjoying time with your sister. Your kids got some playmates and shit. Instead of you just enjoying it, you just had to be bitter Betty and say some, some bullshit. Should have minded and, and, and there's ways to have addressed that that would have been appropriate. Like, you remember when you didn't used to like kids? What changed for you? Yes. How did how did that shift happen? You know, how the way that you were before, how do you feel about, you know, having kids, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like you want some. You you said you didn't like in MMs when you was little. Why your bitch ass want some of my MMs today? <laughs> I I can't want MMs today. Like I don't have to, you know. So it's is I mean it sounds like you really got some hateration going on. It really yeah. sounds like you really would like for that man, uh not that man, but you really jealous that your cousin is getting all of this this financial shine now. And a- and because that's what it's about. That's gotta be what it's about. Yeah. Because if he was poor and had kids, then what would be the assertion? It couldn't have been how much did he pay you? So it's like this is just you saying that I'm jealous of you finding this man with all this money and you taking care of his kids, and I'm gonna find something in, in our past to make you feel bad about that. Yeah, to shame you for that. People just like I said with Jenny, everybody made such a big deal about her 
getting pregnant when she announced her pregnancy. And I'm like, y'all act like motherfuckers can't change their mind. Like, I don't understand why you think that nothing in your life as, as you've grown from being a baby to being an adult, nothing has stayed static. All kinds of things about you have changed. Your interests have changed. Some of your tastes have changed. I eat vegetables a whole lot more now than I did when I was a kid. I wasn't fucking with vegetables when I was a kid, but I eat them now because shit changes. So I don't understand why the person's uh, want for kids or desire to have children, why they can't change. Nothing else stays static. Why would that? Why would you expect that to be, that that couldn't change? It could. For some people, it don't. For some people, they decide they don't want to have no fucking kids and they don't never have no kids. But anything about you at any point could change. That's part of being human. And like I said, if you think about over your life, the things you like, the things you didn't like and how that shit has changed, that's a lot of things. This is just one of those things for her. And buy your business, bitch. <laughs> Jesus. I wonder, like, if, I wonder if Jeezy made her go and listen to his whole music catalog. <laughs> He's like, you Asian and I'm, I'm Jeezy and I need you to understand my life before this moment. Uh, they used to call me the snowman, not because I used to like to play in the snow, but because I used to like to play in the snow. <laughs> I wonder if he made her go look, listen to that shit. Like, it was I not that. Who you getting into it with now? It was a random pairing. That was at best my thought when it happened. I was like, how the fuck they even meet? Like, let alone get to but get see, I'm Jeezy today. Jeezy today is different though. Like he, Jeezy he got, today is like an investor. He wears suits instead of yeah. He, he like, ain't wearing no white tee. So it's like the Jeezy that she met was probably at a fancy event with all a bunch of white people, and Jeezy was there. And maybe she was like, "Wow, that gentleman is attractive. I bet he comes from a upstanding family and has been." In the, I, Jeezy it, a nigga. Like he was just he just a nigga in a suit. Like I feel like he would still be him, just better dressed. <laughs> like I feel like when you talk to Jeezy, even if he at one of them events, like he a nigga. Like it's Jeezy. Like I feel like he would have still been like Jeezy. But something about that was like, you know, because if that was the case when she found out that he wasn't in fact this upstanding person, then she would have left if that was what originally attracted her to him. But she didn't. I feel like he was him. She just something about it. <laughs> Cause she I, guess I wonder Asian. if she met if she met him in a hood state versus in good state, what would be the difference? I don't know. It was I don't I don't even know. I think she maybe had told the story of how they met. And I think it was at some kind of like event or something, but I I just wouldn't have put them together. Like <laughs> when when they first got together, in my mind, I was like, oh, okay, she just, I, you know, she got out of this stuffy-ass marriage with this man, and, like, I'm sure dating Jesus is very different from the white man she was dating. But them niggas been together and got married, got a baby now, and seem happy, so go off, Jenny. Like, I'm good for her. But, like, people made such a big deal about you let your marriage fall apart because you you didn't want to have kids and then like you you now you having kids with him. Maybe she didn't want that. Maybe there's a reason why she didn't want to have kids with that nigga. Okay. I mean, clearly he had the capacity to cheat. Yeah. And clearly he was bullshitting because he led her to believe that he was okay with her not wanting kids and then made that the reason why he was cheating. Bro, a motherfucker will come up with any excuse after they get caught cheating, boy. <laughs> 
They'll come up with any damn excuse. That, that, I is, mean, that is not a reason. To his point, or not to his point, but like he ended up having a baby with the lady he was cheating with. I think they got married and had they make out a couple of kids now. But it is that but it's cheating. He he might have shot up the walls by accident and then realized he had to get out of this relationship now. And it's like because it was gonna be a scandal otherwise. <laughs> I ain't saying that the case, but like I ain't gonna be I'm just not here to believe that his plan was while he was still married to cheat with this woman and because she would eventually have kids with him. If that was the case, then he could have just left his marriage. <laughs> If he inevitably knew that he was going to want kids with this woman that he was cheating on her with, he could have just went and did that. But the fact that it played out like that, and he went, I feel like he probably shot the club up, realized that she was pregnant, and then was like, all right, I got clearly I gotta leave Jenny. And the way that the reason I'm gonna tell her is because I don't want no kids. And you know what? If I had kids with you, then they'll all believe that, you know, it's just because I wanted kids with a person. Okay. He an actor? I ain't never seen this nigga in there. What has he been in? He, he is unattractive. In? The husband, uh-huh. Freddie, Freddie Hardis, H-A-R-T-E-I-S is how you spell his last name. What the fuck? Oh, okay. He was in Hollywood Hunter and something called The Maverick. He ain't even... Jeezy's a lot more attractive than him. And I'm not even saying that because Jeezy's black. Like, I find white men attractive. I just don't want to date them. He's not an attractive white man to me. <laughs> like, she, she, she's doing better. Um, yeah, I don't know what else. He just look like a nigga from Atlanta. He do, like, he do. He do. I mean, I, 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 I can't say whether he's attractive or not. I can say he look like a nigga from Atlanta. I mean, my type, but he is more attractive than this mushy face motherfucker that she was with. Like, I don't know that I would date you. Maybe because he too Atlanta. Like, that's too much for me. But he not unattractive. He's just not my type. But he definitely looks better than her ex-husband for sure. And it seemed like he more successful because, again, her ex-husband is a, an actor, but he ain't in no, like, Top tier shit. Like I've never seen him before. <laughs> like, like he didn't know blockbuster movies and shit. <laughs> B list movies even. But yeah, um, ma'am, you are the asshole. You should have minded your goddamn business. Let let your sister be. She changed her mind. She found something good. Be happy for her. Be glad that now she is more interactive with your kids. Okay, and just shut the fuck up and live your life. If you mad, just say that. If you mad, just say that, bitch. You gonna do another one? Or you wanna move on? Choose one of these. Okay. Am I the asshole for quitting it, ultimately ruining my aunt's small business? Am I the asshole for embarrassing my mom because she started dating my boyfriend's dad? Or my two-year-old broke me? Um. Well, I mean... So you don't pick ones based off of whether they're the asshole or not. Because I'm like, why no, would she they, be an asshole for quitting? If she didn't want to... Go ahead, do that one. This I want, is, like... uh... It's am I the asshole? All right. No, I'm saying, I but choose... you don't pick, yeah. 
No, I know. I just choose random. I just choose it based off the topic to see if it'd be interesting. Like, how could she be an asshole? Like, it ain't her job to stay somewhere just because it's a small business and she a happy family or not. Like, bitch, I ain't finna just stay here. That's kind of long. <laughs> a bit of background. During COVID, my family moved to Nevada because of my parents' jobs. At the time, I was 17 and I wanted to get a job and I knew my aunt was looking for work for her small business. My sister had worked there over spring break and liked it, so I figured it would be a good place to start. I made minimum wage and only had one other co-worker, my manager, who made about a dollar or two an hour more than me. The work was very difficult, and my aunt had compiled a weekly list of tasks for us to do that was two pages long. It's also important to note that my manager had a separate list that was also a page or two long that she had to complete every week in addition to the first list. This wouldn't be a huge problem except for the fact that it was practically impossible to get more than half a page for tasks a week done while also taking care of customers with only the two of us working. I would often spend time on my lunch break completing these tasks so we would meet the weekly deadline. I often got compliments from my manager and customers on my work ethic. I even was offered a job by a customer because she thought I was such a good worker. Because I was helping out my aunt, I didn't feel like I was doing too much for only a minimum wage job. After about two weeks, however, my aunt started to make comments about how I was a lazy worker. At first, it was just sly comments during family dinners, but it eventually became nastier over time and was becoming a weekly occurrence. It eventually escalated until my aunt pulled me aside and told me that if I continued to be such a terrible worker, I would drive away customers and the business wouldn't make any money and my manager would be out of a job and end up homeless because she couldn't pay rent. This freaked me out and I started crying and ended up going to my manager to ask if she felt that I was driving away business. My manager got very mad and told me that this was not true and that my aunt had been accidentally breaking a lot of merchandise and the customers didn't really like her and that's why we were losing money. She told me not to let my aunt's comments get to me and assured me that she would talk to my aunt. Fast forward to around Christmas time, my aunt wanted an my mom wanted an item that we had at the store and asked me to paint it for her for a Christmas present. I spent a couple of days painting it for her, and while it wasn't great, I don't think it was terrible either. My mom said she liked it, and that was that. Until I came into work next Monday to find my manager had scraped off all the paint from my mom's Christmas present and was repainting it. This made me angry, and I asked where she got my mom's present and what she was doing repainting it. She seemed surprised and told me that my aunt had asked her to scrape off all the paint and start over because my mom hated it. This made me confused, so I texted my mom and asked her if this was true. She told me she had no idea what I was talking about and had never asked my aunt to do that. I got really angry and sent my aunt some nasty texts telling her to mind her own business. Imagine my surprise when my aunt drove to the store and started yelling at me in front of customers. She told me that my mom obviously had hated my painting and that my mom had spent a lot of money on the item so she could get to at least have something she didn't think was hideous. It was so embarrassing that I started crying then and there and lots of people went to start staring at me. I spent the rest of the day in the back away from customers. I also should mention that when I went home that day and asked my mom, she said aunt had given her the item for free and that she really did like my painting, but she could have been lying about that part to make me feel better. She did stand by the fact that she had not said anything to my aunt about not liking the painting, though. Around this time, my manager had started to get really angry with my aunt because she didn't like the way she was treating me, so she started looking at getting a different job. She had worked at the business for two years and just was not making enough money for rent and school. My aunt couldn't afford to give her a raise, so she was exploring other options and wanted to know what I thought. I told her I thought it was a good idea and that she was doing way too much work to be making as little as she did, and that was the end of the conversation. Well, my manager applied to a work-from-home job to pay upwards of $17 an hour. Mind you, she was currently making about $11 an hour, and I was making about $9.75. She ended up getting that job, and we were both super excited. I knew my aunt was going to be upset that my manager was leaving, but I figured it was better for my manager in the long run, so, so what else could we do? The day my manager put in her two weeks, my aunt called me in her office and proceeded to yell at me for how I was the reason my manager quit and that the business was going to fail because of me. Apparently, my manager told my aunt that I thought she wasn't getting paid enough for the amount of work she was doing. I was stunned, and my aunt told me to go back to work because she had an interview for a new manager. When I walked back out to the main store, my manager was crying and started telling me all the nasty things my aunt had said to her when she quit. 
I kid you not, my mom texted me that exact moment with an image of the Indeed posting my aunt has listed for the new manager where she was hiring at $15 an hour. This was a punch in the gut to my manager because she was only making 11 My manager apologized to me and said that she was leaving and not finishing her two weeks because she couldn't stand to be around my aunt any longer and that I should do the same. I felt bad about leaving my aunt with no employees, so I decided to stay until, again, my aunt blew up at me during the work in front of customers. So I quit about a week after my manager. I did, however, complete my two weeks. I thought that I was in the right and my aunt was just acting crazy, but when my family found out, I started getting texts and phone calls from my family members saying that I'm ungrateful and spoiled brat who ruined my aunt's business. In addition to this, my mom had been homeschooling my aunt's kids for her, but after hearing about what my aunt did, she told my aunt that she wouldn't do it anymore. This really screwed my aunt over. She doesn't have any time to homeschool them herself because of work. My mom is on my side and thinks of my aunt needs to have a reality check, but I quit her business and tanked and cost her a lot of money. I really feel guilty and I'm afraid my aunt is saying nasty things about me to my little cousin. Am I the asshole? Your aunt is a fucking bitch, okay? And let me tell you something. I I can't stand when families do this shit. Like, you cannot contact this girl and tell her, like, oh, this is your fault, blah, blah, blah. And you don't even know the story. And I guarantee you, if your aunt treating you like that and her employee, she's just an unpleasant-ass motherfucker in general, and they know this, but because they're not the ones having to go in there and deal with her, they expect you to just go in there every day and be verbally uh, abused. Fuck her and fuck them if they got a problem with it. Your aunt made a series of decisions that led to her business potentially failing that ain't got nothing to do with you because if her behavior had been different these outcomes would have been different so you didn't tank shit she did with her fucking behavior and constant behavior had consequences if you could pay a new manager 15 dollars an hour then you could have given the one you already had that already knew your business a four dollar raise and put her at 15 dollars an hour but instead you gonna tell her that you can't afford it and then want to do that shit when she quit like fuck you that she made a series of very terrible decisions and that's what she get fuck her and any family that's got a problem with it let them go work for her. y'all feel so bad then you go and fill out an application to work for that bitch but you ain't gonna tell me what the fuck i'm supposed to do what yeah your aunt is a user and a manipulator and uh she don't deserve your energy should have quit long ago. And, and it's yeah. clear that your aunt is one of the kind of people that got a whole bunch of pe- people tied around her fingers with her lies and her manipulation. Mm-hmm. Um, and she knows how to play people against each other. It just didn't work out this time. But uh, also, this person, you know, for anybody else listening, like this person's, their, their personality is so docile that they 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 susceptible to being taken advantage of. They susceptible to being taken advantage of, and there are people out there like that. There are people out there who really do need to be defended in moments like this. You know, there are people out here who really just don't have the emotional capacity to stand up to people who are bullies. You know, and this person right here has overtly and clearly, from my perspective, been taken advantage of by their aunt, but they don't even know that they've been taken advantage of. And they're questioning it because other people in their environment is saying, alluding to the idea that that's not what was going on, you know. So, and once you just don't have the capacity to protect themselves like that. Once you set boundaries with the people in your life, you deal with a lot less shit because nobody in my family would have called me with that shit. They wouldn't have. Like. I just is feel there like, somebody in your family that that would be able to be like kind of manipulated or taken advantage of like that? 
We all know it's not you. You probably <laughs> the least take advantage of a person in your family. Um, you know what? My family's pretty. Everybody's pretty, pretty assertive. Um, you know what? Honestly, probably my brother. Of everybody, because he don't, he don't like people being upset at him. Even if it's like justifiably upset, like even if they need to be upset because they was being bitches, like, and so he does a lot of things that he doesn't necessarily want to do to try to kind of keep the peace more so. And he ain't like I'm not he's not like a, a stepping stool, like it ain't that bad. But he him more than the rest of us, him more so than the rest of us, I would say. No, everybody pretty. We got pretty good. Uh, you know what? I you know what I take that back. Probably my mom. Mm. If it's other family, now other people in the world, she'll get you together. Okay. Family, for some reason, she has this like ridiculous sense of loyalty when it comes to family. And I don't, it's not that I don't think you should be loyal to your family. I think you should be loyal to family members that deserve loyalty. Okay. She feels like it's a blanket loyalty to everybody. And so that in her life has gotten to her to where she's been taken advantage of. Gotcha. But yeah, no, not me. <laughs> I think maybe when I was younger, like I wasn't always like, fuck them niggas. You know, I, I, <laughs> I got to be this way over time. But now, nobody wouldn't even say nothing to me. Like, they would have been surprised that I was even working there. So like me quitting. I wish somebody would call my fucking phone telling me what I shouldn't have done. You need to mind your fucking business. You weren't there. If you want to go and let her talk to you in a kind of way, then by all means. But what you're not going to do is tell me what I should be putting up with. And I'm not going to put up with no bullshit from somebody just because we happen to share a bloodline. Because guess what? She not acting like family. I'm not going to treat her like family. I'm not going to sit up here and be involved in a situation that I'm unhappy in under the guise of us being family and it's going to hurt her. Does she care? No. So I, why the fuck should I care? Y'all crazy as hell. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. You suck a dick is what you could do. So I don't have any more uh, Reddit uh, letters and whatnot. You got anything else? Um, I don't. Uh, so people listening, uh, if there's something about after the pandemic that we haven't been really interested in news. Yeah. Uh, since we've been back, it's just been something that hasn't really been the focus of what we've been talking about. It's like, I kind of like the Reddit conversation, freestyling thoughts about these scenarios and situations. And so we at a point now where we're trying to figure out what are we going to do instead of the news. Yeah. I do want to leave space for if anybody wants us to talk about any specific thing going on in the news, let us know and we'll definitely talk about that. But what else do y'all think we can do? Yeah, because we, it's been, you know, so I do mostly like, you know, entertainment, that that kind of thing. And like, I've just been noticing, I don't really know none of these niggas in the, like, in entertainment that like, they have these stories. I just don't care. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll see stuff and I just don't give a fuck enough to like, one, I will have to go investigate what they even do because I really don't know anything about any of these like new artists or whatever. And then two, I just don't care. Um, I went and looked for news for today and I was going through and I was like, I don't, 
I don't want to talk about any of this because I just I don't care. And I don't know if it's I don't know what the pandemic had to do with it. I don't know if it's the age that I've gotten to. And so like all of this little young nigga shit I just don't care about and I really don't want to talk about it. and I don't even know them. Um I don't know what it is, but I just, you know, it's not that I, I don't look for news because I do and I see stuff sometimes, but it's nothing. I'm just not motivated to talk about it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I don't we have to figure out something to do with that that space because we could do it but like it's not going to be how it was because it it would just be doing it to do it before we talked about news that we cared about which made it better to me um and now it would just be talking to talk for the sake of talking and i mean i i've been the social justice part so i was bringing the social justice pieces to it uh and i think when i got into tiktok where my focus on justice it it deviated from news to actual real world conversations and it's like i can't bring those conversations into the show you know without news so i don't know i was thinking out maybe we can debate topics or if anybody have any suggestions about something that may sound interesting coming from us then you know that'll be cool otherwise we probably gonna stick down to doing reddit letters news requests and i guess if we have something specific to talk about yeah and i don't know how that gonna look it could be a shorter show i don't know but we trying to figure that out just to let y'all know that you know maybe a little bit of restructuring is going on intentional yeah. restructuring because lately we just kind of been going and then being like do you got news no do you got news now yeah. and it's like what's happening we don't we we, are, we used to always have news now we never have news and it seemed to be post-pandemic yeah. Situation. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah. But anyway, I mean, I don't have anything else. You got anything else on your mind? I do not. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.